previously on Fistful of Destiny. You have just boarded your new ship. I go immediately to the pilot's chair. And I do the helpful <laughs> stuff, like reach the pedals. Yeah. Kira looks at Cannon and goes, I think we've got our captain. We may need more gunnery. Grit's pretty good with the gun, too. Erebos, you have any role upon a ship other than skulking? That's about it. The job that was promised from winning the tournament appears on the screen. It is a straight delivery job. You are to go to Miral and deliver the supplies that are currently in the store. Miral, huh? All right. Go ahead and put it in. Beep, beep, boop, boop, pop. Five people walk into the cantina, and they come and they stand right in front of the table, blocking the booth that you're in. I stand up. I stand on the table. You're at our table. Cannon is supremely unconcerned with the numbers. He stabs him. Oh, captain, my captain. You kill him, and then you Yikes. take a wild swing to the one that is moving in at the same time, and he falls back holding his throat. We're the baddies. <laughs> we are the baddies. Yikes. I flail the wrench. A man over in the corner go. <clears throat> Well, let's keep this a fair fight. And he starts briskly moving down and walking away as you follow him. Who are you? I uh, think maybe I'm the one who saved your life. Name's Malone. What I bring to you is a hole full of credits and a job so easy you could do it sleeping. I want you to take me to a place. You've probably never heard of it, but take me there. It's close. And I'll pay you for 4,000 credits. Why don't you call Space Uber? (laughs) Well, I believe I'm looking at Space Uber right now. The life of a sector ranger is busy. We pretend there's a little bit of law out here, and when the local authority doesn't quite hold up, we're there. Grit, you hear somebody walk into your room. You open your eyes, you look over. You did not lock your door last night. You were very tired. I never do. And you see Malone. And he's stood up against the side of the bulkhead, kind of leaning against it. It's morning. (sighs) Morning. You uh, ready for this? I mean, just, you know. The day? No, I mean, like, taking me to uh, where I'm going to go, you know, completing the contract. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's going to be easy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Just, um, yeah, make sure you bring a gun. It's always. Well. It's always good. Or something heavy to hit yeah. people with. I, I found my wrench on the ground earlier, so I just want to, you know, I got a real affinity to it right now. Okay, cool. Uh, Yeah. Um, well, uh, A big ass wrench. We're ready to go anytime, right? I mean, I, I'm just the navigator. I push a, a lever. Yeah, it's good. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go check on the other guys and girl. Okay. Good talk. Are we, are we there? Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. I'm good to go right now. Conversation lasts actually quite a lot longer than that. (laughs) How could it possibly? (laughs) How could it possibly? (laughs) We start talking about breakfast and, you know. It's just a series of muffin talk and, you know. Nothing like two scoops of raisins in the morning. (laughs) It's how, you know, crime fighters keep fit. That's what we are. Crime fighters. We're the good guys. We're fighters who do crime. (laughs) (laughs) We're the fight crimers. (laughs) Didn't you get that backwards? Nope. Uh, Cannon, you hear somebody walking down. You you woke up from your dream and you hear somebody kind of walking the halls and then you hear the gentle rap of somebody knocking on your door. Is this a sliding door? 
one of those sliders? It's bad. Got a little <laughs> control panel. Or? It's got a crank. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. It's uh, uh, automatic. Uh, you can lock it from the inside, um, and it slides to the side. It was not locked, okay. and I open it. Okay. The the door opens. I'm also fully dressed. Oh, okay. That's good. Yeah, it is. Malone says, ah, you're fully dressed. <laughs> <laughs> you are ready to go? I'm ready. All right. You seem like a leader of the group. Somebody to talk to, to make sure we're all on the same page. I'm glad you brought that up. I have a number of questions for you. Well, I expect I've got- answers to that many of them. Well, you can just come out with your guns hot like that. I mean, we can... Uh, you don't have pleasant chat. You don't have to interrogate me. Well, I heard you talking about breakfast and mornings. And that was a private conversation. <laughs> nothing private on my ship. Really? So, uh, what's a clone like you doing out here? Just, uh, it's just we don't see a lot of you anymore. It's a long story. Well, it's not that long a story. I'm not going to tell it to you. Maybe you'll find oh, out over no the next on your ship, 30 episodes or so. <laughs> 30 episodes. Think it'll make it that long. <laughs> Six seasons in a movie. <laughs> Look, there's a lot of reasons for a group of folks flying around the cosmos. It's not important right now. Yeah, so you got your secrets. You keep them. I keep mine. Yes. You've employed us, though. Yeah. So there are answers that I need. Well, since I'm I'm still not clear you, what exactly our objective is. We need to know. You need to know what we're stepping into. Your objective. You understand? Your objective is to get me to Haven's Expanse. That's what I'm paying you for. And make sure I get there safely. I can handle myself, but outnumbered, it might be a little harder. You uh, watching my back? You're good with a gun. Whole group's good. I don't want anything bad to happen to you, but uh, some things I can't necessarily just talk about. Just tell every merchant, every trader, I don't know you. You don't know me. You shouldn't tell me your secrets. Now, we, let's say, okay, so we, we land, and then what? And then you take me to Haven's Expanse. Have you ever been to this planet? I don't know. Make an outer rim uh, education check. Outer rim against what? Uh, average difficulty. Okay. Failed. Uh, how badly? Just fail. Straight Just, fail. Yeah, one one fail. So you've never heard of this planet, huh? Never have. Hmm. Well, there's uh, quite a lot of tectonic activity, and uh, they can't build anything up on the top. The uh, plates change too much. So they've got a... There's a city, though, that's deep underground, underneath the, the top plates. And... Um, Tunnels are changing all the time, and they're uh, making new ones, setting up uh, landing pads, and we're, uh, we're going to take one of those. We're going to take a speeder, go down to the city down there. There's uh, something we need to get. Uh, I'm meeting somebody. Everything, everything should be on the up and up. Everything's paid for, but there's something I need to get, and then I need your boys' and girl help to uh, find a place. Once we get there, might need some more help. Sounds to me like we might need to renegotiate our bargain. Oh, let's do it. That's why I came to talk to you. So I'm a straight shooter. Fair work, fair pay. How many credits are we at right now for this job? I don't know. Uh, 
I can't remember what that last number was. Do you remember? Seems to me it was something like 9,000 credits. Erebos is standing in the corridor, <laughs> holding his fingers up, and uh, mouthing, nine, nine, one, ha, ha, two, ha, ha, well, that's not my memory. I believe the last number was 8,000, but... Uh, oh, you remember 8,000? I do. Okay. Sounds to me like you asked for a ride. Yeah. And, and you will now get- you're asking for protection. Mm-hmm. And you're asking us to... You seem to not trust anyone. I don't trust you. Why not? The second we made a bargain, we turned around. It's a man we needed to fight. I'm sure you... Not even a full minute after our bargain. Well, you know, things happen. I'm thinking 18000 18000 for the protection, taking where I need to go on this planet, Haven's Expanse. I'm thinking 18000 for everything. Hmm. Could you budge to 16? We could budge to 20. Kira's walking down the hall. And she looks up and you see the three of them discussing price. Kira's an early riser. She, she's been up a while. Yeah. She took down. the last leg of the, the journey and landed the ship. Yeah. So she's walking down the hall with a cup of calf in her hand. Well, good morning, fellas. Why do I, why am I Southern all of a sudden? <laughs> <laughs> it's infectious. Like, it's yeah, infectious. Right. Uh, Kira, yeah. She's walking down the hall. She said, well, good morning, fellas. That was Southern, too. <laughs> Good morning, fellas. Uh, sure, I don't know. Yeah, I lost your voice. It's been like four hours. So. Good morning, fellas. Good morning, fellas. Nope. <laughs> Just Good say guys. More All like right. Sandy. I shouldn't say fellas. Just I say guys. Yeah. <laughs> Sandy Cheeks? Yeah. <laughs> well, good morning. Hello there. <laughs> As Man, soon as we start, we'll just go right through. I know it. We'll do no problems. Uh, uh, he looks. He, well, see, he sees Kira coming. He says, "Well, you might uh, be interested in this conversation. Well, uh, come over here for a second, would you?" We were just discussing the additional price it would cost for us to take Malone not just to his destination, but to protect him and pick up some extra cargo and protect him some more. Yeah. Take him a little further. Sounds like he very much knows that there's danger afoot. There's various jobs and duties that are uh, available to you if uh, you would like. I can always find someone else. There's plenty of uh, people here, but. You're for- boring me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be okay, honest. Mr. Captain. This is up to you. And I walk away. He looks and he says, well, she's a little firecracker, huh? <laughs> she is that. Now, look. I think I could come down to 16, but there is the dishonesty fee. What dishonesty oh, fee? Oh, yeah. That dishonesty fee is going to be about... I can pay, I can pay you the 8000 now. We can walk our separate ways and I can find other people. I'm as honest as I, I've been. You can, trust, you can trust the badge. And he taps the Sector Ranger insignia. 17. 17 and you won't question me every time I take a step? All right, I'll pay the 18. <laughs> will that do it? 18 will get you where you need to go. Without, uh, with a little trust? Is 18 buy trust? 18 will buy you the illusion of trust. 
Is that good enough? Yeah, that is. <laughs> and I shake his hand. Yeah, he, ha- he puts his hand out, he shakes it, and he awkwardly crosses his hand, and he shakes Erebos' hand at the same time. As Grit is bringing uh, fresh muffins in, and Malone with a cup of raisins, Malone grabs one and uh, uh, they walk towards the landing gear. Don't need a reason for a raisin. (laughs) (laughs) Kira was wearing like uh, pajamas, so she's going to go ahead and go gear up now. Uh, You depart the ship once you're ready. Malone's waiting outside and... Everybody got your comms linked? Linked up, Captain. Synced. And uh, Malone has a little comm with him. and He syncs it up with you too. Before we leave the ship, I put my plot armor on. Oh. (laughs) Jeez. Do you have enough credits for that? (laughs) Kira Custom makes him some plot armor. (laughs) Can I pull... I have plot armor in my flashbacks. (laughs) Yeah. Can I pull Malone aside for like, hey, buddy, uh... Feeling an itch today for some unknown reason. Uh, any chance we could do this in a high risk scenario instead of the safe route? Well, I didn't say it to your <laughs> canon friend, but uh, there's a lot of high risk on this planet. Oh. It's really, really deadly. Yes. Okay. And um, you just stick by me. <laughs> we'll get in a ton of trouble. I'm like casually holding my ranch and patting it back, like coolly, like really coolly. Um, like, I'll give I'm, you. I'm ready for a fight. When uh. When, we're ready to jingle. I'll, I'll give you the sign. Okay. It's uh, it's this. Commercial jingle? And he, he pulls out his gun and he points it at someone. He goes, bam, bam. <laughs> it's a great signal. Nice. I, zoop. <laughs> he says, you know, uh, Grit, <clears throat> I think we're going to get along fine. I think we're already getting along fine. You're right. Me uh, and my duster, you and your duster. <laughs> just a couple of twinsies. <laughs> yeah, we're just... Uh, all right, they're kind of looking at us. Come on, let's go. Yeah, let's, uh, you know, let's play cool. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Malone, uh, how far are we walking, huh? Well, over to that speeder. <laughs> <laughs> Worked for me. <laughs> you look over, the camera just pans, and there's just a speeder right there. Wes Anderson style. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, what does it look like? It looks old. Oh. It's very old. It is dirty. So you have landed on this platform. And there is just this oval-shaped hole that just descends straight down. No, not straight down. It's like at an angle, but it's probably at a 75-degree angle straight down. 45-degree <laughs> angle. Uh, so Kira, uh, Kira sees this old hunk of junk and goes, Oh, what an old hunk of junk. <laughs> and, and she toddles over to check it out. Cool. Uh, uh, do pre, a, pre-flight check. Do a mechanics check. Can do, boss. Malone walks over and he puts his foot up on the side of it. He's like, yeah, these old models, they keep them running because they're cheap, but man, I don't trust them. Uh, difficulty? Uh, difficulty is going to be hard. And I will upgrade one of the difficulty using a dark side boy. I aim. Um, <laughs> aim your uh, intellect. Hey, Grit, you got that big wrench. Come help me out. Okay. Grit walks over. Uh, what would you like to do to aid? I smack my wrench on it. Okay, cool. On the biggest bolt on there. Uh, you get one setback. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> one success and two advantage. Oh, very nice. Very, very nice. It must have like knocked something loose. So you, you look, and there are three power cells on it. One was on its last leg, 
and all three are 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 pretty fried. We're gonna need to push start it. <laughs> They're fried in a way that you get about halfway down the tunnel and they go out. Okay, um, I fix them. You spend it takes about an hour to fix them completely. You you pull them, you take them back to the ship, and you start fixing them up. After an hour of moderately difficult tinkering, you feel like you have successfully fixed the speeder to your satisfaction. And you tell the people, hey, let's go. Hey, you're welcome. Let's go. Everybody hops on the speeder, starts down the tunnel. There's lights on it, but it's still very dark. There's no lights in the tunnel. Who's driving? Uh, who? I'll drive. Ah. <laughs> Erebos jumps behind. I am very uncomfortable with this, but kind of like the ferryman. I let it happen. To the river of the dead, <laughs> just driving to the center of hell. So you you start driving down, make a I can planetary piloting check. Oh, there's five of us. Am I in the back? Probably in the middle. Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> All right, my planetary piloting a check belt. is going to suck, <laughs> but I can see in the dark, so I felt like that would be handy. Yeah, no disadvantages. Yeah. Love it. Uh, but if somebody wants to like, boost. you know, help me out, I'll navigate you. <laughs> it's literally straight, so it's not that bad. It's a All simple right. check. That means no difficulty. Right? Yep. A <laughs> uh, four success, one advantage. It's a smooth ride. You just smoothly glide down. You get a a ways, and you look to the right, and you see uh, everybody else. You kind of slow down. Everybody else looks, and they see. Just this red glowing light and it's dim and then it gets bright and then it's dim and it gets bright and it gets dim and everybody kind of looks over and says, hey, what's that? You, Erebos, look over and see a speeder turned on its side with large, wet, slimy looking tentacles covering it completely and all that you can see is the little light of the display console illuminating and deilluminating. Get ready guys, we got a sea monster. Oh boy. Okay, monster. How close are we now? Uh you're about 20 feet. I slam on the brakes. Slammed on the brakes. The, uh slam on the brakes and the the is, speeder stops. And there is a floor? There is a floor. It's kind of an oval and the oval just descends at a 70 45 degree angle. Uh, down into the uh, the core, and we are deep into the cave at this point. You're deep into the cave. Yeah. Okay. Do I feel like if I hop out of the speeder, will I just fall down the tunnel without being able to stop? No. Cool. Oh. Okay. You hop out of the speeder. I do not. The with my big wrench to in case I need a belay. The dirt is soft under you uh, when you hit. I walk towards the sea monster. I turn on a torch. You click on a torch, and as soon as it goes on, you see all of the tentacles <laughs> unwrap from the uh, the speeder and pull back into holes in the cave wall. Is this other speeder in decent repair? You'd have to get closer to check it out. Kira, can you check the speeder? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're going to have to... Oh, boy. Hop on uh, me. Hi. Oh, okay. Okay, Grit. Okay. I, I do. I'm scared as hell, but I do, yeah. You hop on a grit. I aim the torch. Aim the torch. <laughs> Cover me. Erebos, what do you do? Uh, I pull out. I think I got a pistol. <laughs> uh, Malone is still sitting in the cab and says, Hey, well, guys, uh, we don't have to get involved here. I mean, uh, I don't I think. <laughs> I, was, I was wondering why we stopped. <laughs> I, uh, 
you know, okay. okay. And he, he kind of steps out very gingerly. You know, you saw, saw how big the thing was, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, kind of looks around. Everybody's just kind of staring back at him. Turns back, starts walking towards the thing again. Honestly, guys, I'm with him. <laughs> I ignite my lightsaber and move towards the, the speeder. <laughs> As you move towards the speeder, there is a slow rumbling sound and a tentacle shoots out from the wall. I dodge. Yeah, who does it shoot toward? <laughs> the large, hairy, delicious treat. Malone? On his back. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a ginger. <laughs> I've got my senses up, so I'm going to protect Kira. Okay. You've got your senses up? My, my Wookiee senses. Tingling? <laughs> my senses are on high. Yeah. The tentacle shoots out and with just a sheer force and rams into your chest. And as soon as it, just one part of it detects it, it wraps around you. You take eight points of damage and you are knocked down as it wraps around your leg and holds you tight. So you are ensnared. So for the next four turns, unless you break free from it, you cannot take a maneuver. I hold Kira. Yeah, uh, got away ask. from tentacle. What you, happens with Kira? Your arms cannot. Uh, your arms are getting caught up in the tentacle as it as it whips around you and Did wraps it. you up, and Kira falls to the ground. Great, I run away, going <laughs> like an Ewok, not mini me. <laughs> so I have that blaster carbine with the spin barrel. Yeah, and I want to blow through the tentacle and free my my boy Grit. You see Grit lying uh, on the ground. A tentacle is coming out of the ground right where Grit is and wrapping him up. And oh, you, it's from right under from right under him. And oh. You spin up the barrel. You aim the, the gun down. You're like, hold, hold still. <laughs> Do you want to try to aim? And I take trust a nice you completely. Well, I aim. I also like like that SWAT maneuver. I have the the torch yeah. aimed at it too. And it doesn't it uh, does pull away from that from at all. Torch, no. Uh, you look up as you're you're whipping the torch down and you see the speeder that was up on the side and you see a few limbs just kind of like sitting on the speeder. I think once I see that, I actually run towards Grit and I instead try to stab at oh. one of the tentacles with my stealth vibro knife. All right, make an attack. Smarter than I thought. What could possibly go wrong? And what am I rolling against? Uh, this is average. I succeed with a threat. You stab down into it and you're starting to cut into the tentacle, but it starts moving him and spinning him to kind of get away from the stab. And it's a little hard to actually make a direct hit uh, as it spins. But the first stab was good. What's the base damage on your fiber knife? Four. And it has pierce two? Pierce one, vicious one. Okay, so four and one success, so five. You stab. Uh, it has leathery hard skin, but you're making a little bit of a dent as, as you're going into it. It's like, very, it's like hard snake skin. It's like slimy and leathery. I don't like this thing. It's yucky. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to move up next to Cannon and with my ignited lightsaber, try to like hit the same spot that he's already cut open. Nice. Okay, yeah, go ahead and make an attack. Average difficulty? That's, uh, no go. Mm. So your your lightsaber goes and tries to hit it. You you try to just glaze the side, but it's starting to actually move a, a 
across the ground uh, and grit starting to move over towards where the speeder was. Seems like a grit problem at this point. Uh, grit, <laughs> your turn. What would you like to do? I have that explorer's knife in my back pocket. Yes. And I try to wiggle it free. Do I have any arms or limbs movable? No. The so only these, thing you can do is try to escape or attack it. These or Pilates classes with my butt is going to really pay off right now. Yes. Bite it. Clink. Ooh. Kira yells, bite it. You owe me. You're not allowed to die. <laughs> so as a Wookiee, like using my claws against another humanoid is bad, but what is the rules against a tentacle monster? You're using it in combat. Okay. I'm not going to use my claws. So I try to get my vibro knife with my butt out of my back pocket. You can't take any maneuvers. Okay. I try to escape. Okay. Uh, go ahead and make an <laughs> athletics check. It's hard. That is, that's a really bad rule. Three failure and one strain. You, or one threat. You start fighting back towards it, but every time you fight, uh, you give it a little bit of space and you feel it constrict tighter. Uh, you take... This hurts! Two strain and one wound. And you take another strain as you, you move and it constricts further. Ugh, Kira's got to get better in combat. Uh, <laughs> is there anything in this cave that I can... Yeah, I'm going to flip that destiny point. Possibly the speeder. Is the does the speeder have any uh, weapons on it? No, but you could possibly like it's got power. You could possibly rig it to explode. I don't want to do that yet. Oh, the other not speeder. The, the other speeder. Yeah, not not your not your only made mode of escape. Well, I wrote right. It I seems to not have a problem with speeders. So yeah, that's the only problem. But just just people, and it can attack from the ground. Yep. Yeah. So that's great. Kira doesn't know what the hell to do, and so she starts shooting at it. Okay. Yep. Uh, go ahead with and, the pistol. She barely knows how to use. <laughs> go ahead and make an attack roll. It's medium range now, and upgrade one of the difficulties. I aim for the boost. Oh boy, six successes oh. and one threat. That is very good. I think you're gonna owe her another life debt. Uh, so that Kira's not the hired gun. <laughs> <laughs> that's eleven points of damage. The tentacle spins and retracts back in to the, the side of the uh, tunnel. And the recoil pushes Kira backward about it. <laughs> <laughs> From a light blaster pistol. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was a very good hit. And good Grit, shot. Grit is now free. And Malone says, oh, maybe we should uh, just get the hell out of here. Let's get out of here. He runs. Uh, and he, he didn't leave the speeder that much. He just jumps back up on the speeder. As do I. As do we all. So, so do we all. all. <laughs> hey, everybody. Here we are. Episode five. Um, this is the last episode we recorded together uh, three months ago now. We are recording remotely now, so there should be no interruption in our schedule. We will still see you again in two weeks. I hope you're staying home if you can, staying sane. And uh, personally, podcasts are a huge part of my routine and they keep me trucking through tough times. So I hope maybe ours can maybe do that for you a little bit. <laughs> uh, have you shared the podcast with anyone yet? A friend, a coworker, maybe your mom? We are on all the podcast apps as well as Instagram and YouTube. Just come find us and spread the good word. Thanks again, as always, to Travis Lee Eller for allowing us to use his music. We do have a sponsor this week. 
Uh, those of you in the Portland, Oregon area, we really hope you enjoy the hyper local Portland sponsors. Uh, and that's all for me. So thanks for thanks for hanging out. Bye, y'all. Convenience. The Space Dictionary defines convenience as accessible, ease of use. That defines Crane's Carbon Scoring Center perfectly. After picking up your ship anywhere in the Northwest Quadrant, we'll call in your claim, put you in a loaner, help you with your deductible, fix it right the first time following the manufacturer's recommendations, and bill your space insurance directly. Crane's Carbon Scoring Center is the definition of convenience. Crane's Carbon Scoring All of you arrive at the city you were looking for, Philic Mill. You look around. It's a real crappy place. What kind of a city is down a dark, grimy tunnel on a planet? Someplace that's uh, got real low rent and houses a bunch of unsavory characters. That's the type of place. And guess what? You're there. You look around. There's dirt barriers everywhere. To hold back the earth from caving in. The, uh, it, it's a completely underground city. You look around and there are several buildings though. Not a, a hive of activity. People bustling around or anything. But it's a place to live. And Malone looks intently at the streets. And he's leading you guys down. Um, you get off the speeder at the entrance. And there's a bunch of speeders lined up. And you move down looking for a specific street. I take the code cylinder. The uh, speeders are just to ferry you up and down. They don't have security. Oh, so it was like a shuttle. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I take the code cylinder. <laughs> <laughs> I rig it to explode. <laughs> We're staying down here. <laughs> uh, quick question. What does the ceiling look like? Does leg? Uh, there Lights? are some stalactite. Stalactite. Tight, tight, tight. Tight, tight, tight. There are some stalactites, but for the most part, uh, it's very far away, so it's kind of hard to tell. You can see some support structures coming off from the side. Just so it's like really far away for Kira or for the rest of us. <laughs> it's really far uh, away for Kira. It's about the same, but five feet far away from everybody else. <laughs> uh, is there a shop anywhere nearby? Oh, yeah, there's tons. Uh, they're not the greatest but yeah there there are street markets and everything you see a few religious people like monks walking around wearing heavy clothes and uh, yeah, strange hats I scoff. Uh, no they do not they are not uh, uh, I'm not looking to go shopping or anything but Kira would like to if if Kira notices anything particularly interesting or odd the the smell will. of freshly um like seared eel kind of hits your your nose and you kind of hear the of the background sound of the market as you guys are walking down it right. sounds like our credit music <laughs> <laughs> you have music you mean credits um yeah you hear uh, she she's just particularly Particularly interested in anything mechanical that's uh, super interesting that might give her some good uh, parts. So you walk by a place. Uh, go ahead and roll. Roll a six-sided die? Yeah. I rolled a six-sided die and I rolled a one. There is somebody on the street. Uh, and they look down at you and they say, Hey, are uh, you interested in... Um... Yes. Oh, 
that'll be 300 credits. Can do. And I <laughs> give, him give him 300 credits. credits. And he hands you a tiny little uh, set of cylinders and you look at them and you recognize them instantly as, and there's like a little uh, pad and everything as credentials. And you look and you have a nice set of fake credentials. Dope. Uh, can I tell what kind of credentials they are for? Who am I impersonating? The Gaverson Mining Guild. Great. Uh, thank you, sir. I'll be on my way. And I go to the next vendor. <laughs> yeah, we're super pro union. Remember that one episode? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. Roll another D6. Don't hit a one. That would be a six. Uh, there is a, a bunch of old junk and there's one thing that you look at and you're like, oh, I want one of these. It's 350 credits, but it is a repulsor clamp. It can hold uh, something in midair up to 10 encumbrance and it just, you turn it on and it just holds it. It's great for repairing because you can take an engine, literally put it above you and then freeze it in the air and work on it. How much do I weigh? Uh, I think you're, you're under 10, 10 encumbrance. You could put a little platform and then stick yourself in the air. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, Your must... excitement. Uh, the clerk sees it and he looks. He says, oh, this is, um, it's marked wrong. Uh, it's a 400 Don't credits for bullsh- you. Don't me. <laughs> I'm not bullshitting you. It's marked wrong. <laughs> I smack him in the shins. Uh, he's like behind the counter. I smack the counter. You hear the, just a second. What are you? Oh, oh machines! <laughs> you run out in the front. Uh, make a negotiation check. Average difficulty. Oh boy, I'm not so great at negotiation, but oh, I will I'll give you a fair deal. I did not deal. say that. Uh, I would like to upgrade that though. Okay. By a rank in negotiation. Would you also like the extended warranty? No, thank you. You want a big Wookiee to help you intimidate him? <laughs> Imagine dealing with an Ewok and then a Wookiee comes up, starts yelling at you. Like, oh, okay, okay, just take it. All right, I upgraded my negotiation skills. How difficult is this negotiation? Average. One failure and three advantage. You can tell he doesn't know a stock very well. And you look at actually a newer model of the Repulsor Clamp and he has the mark for a completely different price. And you're like, hmm. Okay, well, I can't afford that, but I'll buy that one for two fifty. He's like, "Oh, okay," and it's marked for two hundred. <laughs> Great. Uh, so yeah, you buy one for two fifty. All right, I'm not gonna go for any more. <laughs> I just spent too much money. Malone's walking off to a corner, um, and he is talking to somebody, and he hands him a few credit kits, and then the person's like pointing, and he comes back to you. He says, "All right, I uh, found out where we're going." You, uh, you boys want to do anything? We've been on the ship a long time. We're going to a casino, though, so you know, <laughs> do some gambling. Well, your eyes lit up to that. Uh, we might have a problem. <laughs> All right, let's go to the casino. <laughs> so, uh, that was me as a human getting excited. <laughs> <laughs> yes, as a clone human getting excited. Okay, uh, the, the group heads to the casino. There is a uh, big statue outside the casino. There's like two of them. And they, it's not a statue you've seen around, but uh, it looks religious. And there's monks coming up and like touching the, the bottom part. And you can see a lot of the feet and everything are uh, worn down by people coming up and touching it. And then occasionally like somebody who looks like they're going to the casino for gambling comes up and like touches the feet. So you kind of think, oh, maybe it's like a luck thing. They're uh, golden statues and the creature has a handout with four square fingers. 
and the thumb uh, tucked behind it and the four fingers that are square pointing up. And the creature's wearing a crown with five points. Uh, and at the center of the palm that's facing you, uh, there is a circle, two rectangles side by side. And in the center of it, a tiny small circle. It's a very specific uh, statue and there's a lot to it, but it's um, it's weird because you've never seen it before. But none of you are particularly religious, so it doesn't necessarily hit like, oh, this is the blah, blah, blah statue. It's just kind of like, oh, okay, Reli- another religious artifact. The universe is a very old place. Uh, you, How tall is the statue? Uh, they're about, it's about like human size. Um, and they're, they're up on kind of two pillars, but, uh, you can, you can move pretty easily to reach up and touch the feet. So it's on like a sort of plinth, like, yeah. All right, boys. Um, and girls, just be careful in here. It's a safe place, but, uh, don't lose too much money. All right. I need, I need a ship to get out of here. What are we doing here? I'm meeting the, the guy I talked to you about. He's got the thing I'm looking for. How long will you be? Uh, hopefully not long. Do you need us with you? Mm, no, I don't think so. If I, if I shout, <laughs> I mean, keep an eye on me, but uh, I haven't had any bad interactions with this uh, this guy. He's a contact. He's good. I'm paying him good money. Let's make sure he doesn't like <laughs> double cross me and kill me. We'll, we'll probably do the deal outside. So maybe uh, maybe I'll give you a signal. Meet me out, out by. Sounds good. All right. Well, have fun. Might take me a bit to uh, track him down. He uh, walks in and he... Longs are calm links succinct. <laughs> Shouldn't be a problem. Always remember to sync the comlinks. So uh, he walks in. You guys walk in with him. I I definitely touch the, uh, the as, feet. As soon as he walks in. Oh, yeah. You touch the feet. As soon as he walks in, like, people stop and kind of look. And, like, it just kind of quiets. And he raises his hand. <laughs> Don't worry. I'm not on official business. <laughs> I like gambling, too. See? And he, he walks over and he, he puts a credit kit in one of the machines. And then they kind of stop and they go back to gambling. As and I he come turns and he him. says, oh, "I forgot I had this on." And he points at the insignia and then he kind of like pulls his duster over it. As I walk through, I want to like shoulder check him. Like <laughs> I hate this guy too. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Eat the sector rangers. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> didn't mean anything by it. And he turns and starts kind of walking off in a different direction, pretending like he also doesn't know you. The the group of you enter in and you hear the familiar like ding, 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 sounds of a casino and uh, because we all just want a bunch of money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Kira has zero interest in gambling. Okay. She's too logical. Yeah. She's too logical for that. Um, what else is there? Uh, well, it's a casino. Right. <laughs> so there's are there, any sh- are there any shows going on? Uh, uh, there's music being played. Yeah, over there. There's kind of a stage attached, and there's entertainment happening. And are there drinks any, being served? Are there any food. like skill contests at this casino? Uh, one would say Sabak is in fact a skill contest. <laughs> um, <laughs> Someone you know with a strong deception, discipline, or persuasion would do well in a game of uh, wits. <laughs> I play Sabak. Nice. Uh, uh, I, yeah. I mean, if there's anything here for Akira, it would probably be Sabak. All right. Know, something somewhat skill based. Grit and Cannon, what do you guys do? I'm at the bar. Okay. Grit goes over <laughs> to the bar. Yeah. You have been about itching. Right. Which is within line sight of. I do want to keep Malone. eyesight yes. on Malone. 
It is within eyesight of Malone. Malone's just uh, walking around. Uh, somebody walks by with a thing of drinks and he kind of uh, tilts his hat at her and she just kind of walks by. You say that grit is itching. Mm-hmm. Does he have fleas? Yes. <laughs> I need to know this. <laughs> That's why we use advantage. Cannon, you, uh, do you go over to the bar also? Yeah. Stay by grit. Keep Malone in my sights, but definitely have a drink. A rebel rye. <laughs> the bartender comes over and she says, that's a great costume. Thanks. <laughs> oh, what would you like? A rebel rye. All right. She hits a few buttons on an automated panel and a bunch of whirling sounds happen. And then she pulls out an already poured glass and comes over and sets it in front of you. Can she say, it has arrived. <laughs> she, she the drink rec- has arisen at its destination. <laughs> she recites it like something she has to do or she'll lose her job. And she says, it has arrived. And she kind of half bows and she sets it in front of you. I drink some of it. And uh, it tastes good. It's dark and bitter and you love it. It tastes very good. Uh, and grit. Make that two. Rebel rise. She walks over and does the exact same thing, <laughs> almost robotic. And you see somebody now talking to Malone. Erebos and Kira, you are now gambling. Mm, skill-based gambling. Yeah, skill-based gambling. Uh, make <laughs> sure. a deception, discipline, or persuasion check. It is a hard difficulty. I'm going to make a discipline check. Okay. Difficulty is hard. You guys are actually playing right next to each other. So yeah, both of you get a blue. Great. That would be one success and two advantage. Hell yeah. Okay. This girl knows how to gamble. Yeah, do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, do. All right. Roll another D6. Oh, snap. Triumph with three advantage. Did you succeed at all? Uh, I have the triumph. <laughs> oh, no. You actually lose 300 credits, but you get a lot of things <laughs> in return. What did you get? A one. I rolled a one. You get a fusion lantern. A fusion lantern. Yep. It's basically like a real weird casino. Uh, well, you have actually gone into, oh, you, you get 300 credits and you also get a, a fusion lantern. Uh, somebody bet it as collateral. Erebos, you actually lose 300 credits, but you get. I'll take those. A lot of things as collateral. You get a set of fake credentials, a space suit, a fusion lantern, uh, an ascension pistol which basically has a grappling hook on it and you you can use to to raise yourself and another person up, a weapon maintenance kit, and a repulsor clamp. It's a bunch of stuff. Like, you paid 300 credits and just got just took a bunch of things. This piece of equipment is both an energy source, area heater, and light source, which may be used to power any sort of electronics. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. Yeah, it's, These a, it's a power generator, too. Yeah. Cannon and Grit, you look over and you see uh, Malone, uh, and he's walking towards one of the exits. Follow. Okay. Uh, you get up. Clandestinely. With my drink. Nice. Clandestinely. How clandestine can a Wookiee be? <laughs> a Wookiee and somebody in full laminate armor. Mm-hmm. The Wookiee's like there, there trying are, to hide behind him. There are a lot of dressed up people in here. It's actually not that crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys make your way over to kind of the side door. 
he walks out and you kind of lean out and you you kind of stand there like you're uh, uh you're just kind of having a conversation and drinking being inconspicuous and uh he's talking to the person uh you see some some kits go and then you see uh, something that's wrapped in cloth get handed to him and he takes it and then he kind of does a, a side salute from the head and he turns and he walks back towards you gets up at you guys and says well uh, that actually didn't blow up in my face. So <laughs> you guys are good luck. We're not out yet. Yeah, that's true. Uh, all right. Well, I got our next spot. Uh, what is that thing? I make like a move to uh, to take it. Not uh, to take it, oh. but to like, I want to look at it. Uh, so uh, he looks around and he says, I don't know, some old mumbo jumbo. And he opens it up and there's uh, what looks to be like an old stone artifact. And he's like, I don't know. Looks like junk to me. (laughs) Looks like junk to me too, but it's a key of some sort. Goes with this one. And he reaches in his belt and there's a perfectly sized belt pouch. He opens up and it has another one and he pulls it out and he kind of holds them together. And he's like, yeah, it looks like they click in or something. Do I know what these are? Go ahead and make a lore check. Average difficulty. I succeed. You remember a long time ago, somebody using these and they were... Uh, your Jedi general actually um, use things similar to this artifacts to get you uh, into areas. You didn't ever pass through the threshold of those places, but you've seen things like this before and you just kind of reach over and help grit and they just click right together. How do you mean they get you past? Uh, They're they're a key to open a gate. Okay. Uh, All of the gates have been very different. uh, Very built everything's kind of a puzzle and a lot of them are built that way what's a sector ranger doing archaeology that belongs in a museum (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah i relay all of that information perfectly okay nice and you look at them and you see now that they're fit together uh an etching on them that wasn't there before uh and you see a circle and you see two rectangles and a small circle in the bottom uh i look at grit and we both just, I think we're looking at each other like, oh. And we race out the front door to put it where it goes. And, and he looks at you. He's like, uh, mean something to you? Uh, I come for, I, I don't respond to that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You're unimportant now. <laughs> I have a quest. <laughs> kind of uh, looks like a TIE fighter. <laughs> Erebos is holding a mountain of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even give him a bag. No. <laughs> ten no, cents, for, ten cents for a paper bag. You could give up one of the items if somebody has a backpack. <laughs> yeah, I hand grit the uh, repulsor clamp. Nice. I did want to calm to the rest of the squad Okay, that we are headed towards the statue. I like that you call it a squad. I play one more hand. Okay. Go ahead and make a... Deception, discipline, or persuasion check. I'll make a discipline check. Difficulty? Uh, hard. Is he still near me? Uh, no. He has taken all of his goods. Gained. Four successes and two threat. You are able to gain 300 credits. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I come out on top. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, you actually did. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I play another hand. All right, do it. Hard check. <sighs> I assume I'm going to lose them, but I don't know. One success. One success. Uh, you get another 300 credits. <laughs> Kara knows when to walk. No, she doesn't. Uh, she plays another hand. Hard <laughs> check. You have uh, 
developed quite a following. There's a few people sitting around you now. It's now you and one other person there. And the person pushes in a large pot. And he's he's calling you. Do you raise to the occasion? How much does he push in? He puts in 900 credits. How many fusion lamps are in there? <laughs> uh, you could actually put your some of your stuff as collateral. Each one would be 300 credits of collateral. Okay. Um, nope. Bye. I literally say... Bye. You're in the middle of a hand. If you leave now, you'll lose the 300 credits you put in. Okay, I do. Okay. Yeah. You stand up and <laughs> and he, he reaches out his hand. He's like, come on, at least give me a chance to win back my credits. No, thank you. And I run away. <laughs> and you just, you just <laughs> drop down and you just run. And uh, he says, coward. Yep. <laughs> I know what I am. <laughs> nice. I love a character that can't be baited. I love it. It's so good. Uh, yeah. So you run away uh, with your, uh, so you lose 300 credits. Yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah, you run away. You have everything else. Uh, you run outside and. I got this lantern. Just like- <laughs> <laughs> it's warm and it's glows and it feels nice. This is warm. Uh, you run outside and you see Grit holding this weird like stone thing and like putting it on the feet of a statue. Just kind of like rubbing it. Hey, uh, Grit. Uh, what are you doing, buddy? Hey, uh, I can actually use your help. Come over here. I do. And uh, you run over and Malone's like, you know, I actually, um, I might have an idea to, and <laughs> Kira just runs by. <laughs> uh, I give the thing to Kira. Okay. And then I grab her. I'm like, put this in. There's like something up there and toss her up. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> she, uh, she gets tossed up. She holds onto the legs of the statue. And then just starts like <laughs> shimmying <Shimmy>. up. <laughs> uh, where does this go? There should be a hole. I don't. You know, <laughs> uh, guys, I think I might know. The hand. <laughs> Put it in his hand. Well, but uh, guys, and you, Akira, like trying to like set it in hand. Just like set it there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, I have more coordinates of where we should go after this is done. Maybe we should go there. I think you should wait. <laughs> well, all right. Malone, we got the MacGuffin. We got to put it in the hand now. Okay. Uh, you see two people that are well-dressed wearing like black uniforms uh, kind of eyeing up at you. One of them kind of walks down and says, nah, please don't stand up on the statue. Uh, what are you going to do about it, huh? <laughs> We well, could ban you from the casino. I. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> All right, you're booted. And uh, come and get me. Uh, I shimmer. I mean, shimmy the rest of the way up and stand on his head. And uh, you see him, and he he like uh, pulls over and pulls a con. We got a climber. <laughs> <laughs> and you see a, a a guy walk out, and he has this large net. <laughs> And he starts walking towards the statue. Uh, I pull out my... Uh, Hop down. And uh, uh, I got gotcha. you. You see Malone says, uh, that won't be necessary. And he kind of pulls his duster back, uh, uh, revealing the, the insignia. And he says, she's, uh, she's with me. Uh, are you done up there, Kira? I look at Cannon questioningly. As far as I'm concerned, she can spend all the time she wants up there. I don't think you'd want uh, any inspections or, you know, any of the legal sort coming around here. One phone call. No, this place, uh, 
you never have another customer in here again. And the the people. Yeah, what of, he said. The guy with the big net kind of steps back a little bit, and he says, "Okay, you're um, you're scaring the customers away, though. We can't have you messing with our stuff. Could you?" And he's like, "Well, you can uh, mess with your stuff all you want. Just uh, just give us some time. Don't worry about it. We won't hurt anything. Yeah, just give me about uh, five minutes. I'm good." They they just kind of step back there. They're not happy about it, but they're just kind of sitting back and watching. And he he kind of looks over at Cannon, uh, Malone does, and kind of under his breath and says, that only works so long. <laughs> Can I take a second, inspect this statue? Yeah. yeah. For real? Yeah. Go ahead and do an education check. Okay. A straight education check, average difficulty. All dice have canceled out. I fail. You, you don't really get anything from it. You kind of look around. You just keep trying it in different spots, but you don't. Hey, Grit. Catch and I jump. Okay. And I perfectly catch her. Thanks, sir. Now put me down. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and Malone says, So you see, uh, they gave me coordinates after I got the two of these that we should go to. Um maybe we could try there. I take the uh the TIE Fighter thing emblem from Grit, and then I use my uh Ascension pistol to shoot the statue and climb up and <laughs> slap it into his hand. <laughs> Uh, you, you, so where do you hit the statue with the ascension pistol? Cause it's a grappling hook. It has to hit something. Right. I hit, hit him in the, the, hit the, him the shoulder you know, <laughs> and I just like, nice. Bring it up because his hands out. Right. Yes. Uh, it, it do an average light range check and then it's an average athletics check to uh, raise. Oh, to fail. <laughs> uh, it goes wide and the <laughs> grapple uh, shoots off to the side, hits the side of the actual building. Uh, and you're like, hmm. and you kind of hit the button, it detaches, and then it starts like winding itself back in. I try again. <laughs> um, go ahead and make another roll. I could do this all day. Uh, Cannon, you you walk up and you uh, you've seen this this like this key, like you, you've seen stuff like it before. You kind of walk up to the statue and you take a little closer look. Um, and you realize, oh, these aren't, these aren't old at all. These are like reproductions that they made in gold to put in front of the casino because it was a popular symbol here. And you're, you're just kind of thinking like, huh. Embarrassing. Huh. <laughs> and you kind of look back at Erebos as he's kind of like, <laughs> shoots the next one. Uh, what was I, your, I did succeed. Okay. With, uh, so it hits the shoulder and you see thread. chunks of flakes of gold kind of come off to the side and the two guards just kind of <laughs> like kind of put their hands out uh, and, and Malone uh, just kind of giving them a look. You're, you're not too far. You can show me your way up with the, uh, the grappling hook and you get up there and you're holding the key and the key's about, I don't know, like a foot by a half of a foot. And like the whole hand of the statue is just like a regular human hand. And you're just trying to like move it and kind of like set it on it. I use the force. Uh, to do what? To open the statue. <laughs> um, to win. You stretch out with the force. Go ahead and roll a, your force die. Erebos, I don't think. I don't. I want to see where this goes. Maybe they're really <laughs> accurate reproductions. <laughs> Three dark side. Would you like to tap into the dark side of the force? No. Okay. <laughs> you start to stretch out with the force, but there's an ominous feeling to this place. You get this, this odd feeling, kind of this oppressive feeling in the distance. 
and you kind of shut yourself off of the force real quick. I rappel back down and pretend like I was never even interested in it. Got it. <laughs> what are you guys waiting for? Well, you see, I got these coordinates that I think we could go check out, maybe. Why didn't you say that earlier? Let's yeah. go. <laughs> yeah. Let's Probably go. should have said that before, but uh, I'm all for it. Let's go. Well, I'm just a big let's stupid, go to your coordinates. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he turns and you guys kind of go to the edge of the town in the opposite direction. He hands a few hundred credits over and you get another one of those crappy speeders that you check out first to make sure it's good. I sure do. The speeder uh, starts going and he gets pretty far out of town. You can kind of see it in the distance, but it's pretty far out and kind of up an incline. The speeder stops and he's like, "Eh, that's it over there. And you guys get out and he looks and there's this pedestal that is coming out of the dirt and it's of a uh, bluish metallic square and it comes out and it, it's like flat at the top. Well, this is where we're going. Any ideas? And he like, uh, he just kind of walks over and he like sets the thing on top. And then he like <laughs> runs back real quick and turns around and looks kind of like lighting a firework. Do I have an idea? Like, because I've kind of seen the key in use. Do I have an idea of like what the door, I guess, would look like? Normally they're pretty opulent or they're very hidden. But you couldn't do... A perception. This one's going to be hard. Actually, everybody do a hard one. I failed with two threat. You don't notice anything. One fail. You don't notice anything. Fail with three advantage. You don't notice anything. Three success and one triumph. <laughs> you definitely notice something. <laughs> you look up and you actually feel something. You You look way up, kind of in the distance on the cave wall. And you see something protruding out of the cave wall. It's about 80 feet up. And uh, it looks exactly like the same material. And you guys are all messing with that down there. And you just kind of look up. You're like, huh. And you walk over and there's a bunch of those retention walls. And you go and you like grab one and like pull it back. uh, And dirt starts kind of uh, uh, rushing down. And then you're like, "Uh uh-huh. And everybody else kind of stops messing with the pedestal and looks up and more and more dirt comes off. And then you see that that protrusion about 80 feet up. Uh, you see it start to reveal a face and it's the top point on one of the five point crowns. And you look down in the same orientation of the statue. You think you're standing on the very top middle finger of where the, uh, the hand is. As more of the, the things get pulled back, more and more of the dirt starts pulling away, revealing a very, very large statue, but just the hand of it. And uh, you walk up in the hand where the two rectangles are, are the sides of large doors. Uh, and you walk in in the very tiny little circle. You, you grab the, uh, the key, you hold it up, and you push it into it after like digging the dirt out. And there's um, kind of a low rumbling sound, and then the doors open, and there's a platform. You walk forward, and the platform descends down 